Tonight's Mass, the Mass of the Lord's Supper, has lots of themes that are running through it. For example, our first reading, we have the theme of Passover, and that it was during this time of year at Passover that all of the events of our salvation took place, that Jesus gathered to celebrate Passover with his disciples. And it was on that night then in the garden that he was betrayed. Our second reading from St. Paul gives us really an institution narrative about the Holy Eucharist. So on this night, Christ celebrates the Holy Eucharist for the very first time with his apostles and commands them to do this in remembrance of him. And then uh, another theme that we have is that on this night, as Christ gathered to celebrate the Eucharist with his disciples, his apostles, he washed their feet and told them to go and to do likewise. And it's said that on this night that Christ instituted the holy priesthood. So really there are three themes that run through our celebration tonight. And at the very end, as we have the Eucharistic procession to the altar of repose and then that time of silent prayer, well, then that's another theme, really, the fourth of being the Garden of Gethsemane and Jesus's agony in the garden. The theme I'd like to focus on tonight is that of the institution of the priesthood. And as I thought about Christ instituting the priesthood and the gift that he has given, that in those early days, those apostles then, they went out and they celebrated the Eucharist. They then called others and ordained them for ministry, and they too went out as missionaries to preach, to proclaim, and to celebrate the Eucharist. That throughout the ages, through the celebration of ordination, Priests were raised up in the church, many priestly saints throughout the ages. And so this institution of the priesthood is something that's near and dear to Catholics because it's here in the parish church that a priest comes and celebrates the Mass and prays with you. And here in this church, that priest accompanied and assisted by the deacons of the church, witness marriages, prefer, prefer, uh, that they offer the prayers of the dead and perform the rites of burial. And so in the church, so many memories are celebrated. And I'm sure tonight you might be able to name some of those important priests in your life. Maybe you would be able to name the priest that baptized you. For me, it was Father Vianney Sapolsky. Well, he was one of the priests that baptized me. It's quite bizarre, actually. You're only supposed to be baptized once, but I was baptized in the NICU unit by one of the chaplains of the hospital. And then, according to my baptismal certificate, the full rites of baptism were celebrated later at the parish church. So there's really two dates of baptism, but the one that stands out is Father Vianney, who was a Franciscan priest. He served the parishes in Oconto. 
And uh, he celebrated that sacrament of baptism in which I was claimed as a child of God. And for you, as you were baptized and your children, you could name the priest maybe that baptized your children or the deacon that baptized your children. And as a priest, I actually had the opportunity that when Father Vianney died a number of years ago, probably about five years ago, I was able to be there present and can celebrate at his funeral as one individual who he baptized into the priesthood of Jesus through the common priesthood of all believers, but then also as an ordained priest as well. You might also remember the priest who gave you First Holy Communion. Growing up in Oconto, the priest that would have gave me First Holy Communion should have been my pastor, Father Terry Lacombe. But he was, uh, but I came down with the chicken pox on the day of First Communion. And so my First Communion was delayed, and the date that was selected, which was Mother's Day, I believe, a day after my birthday, too. Uh, a visiting priest, but a retired priest of the diocese, Father Bob Grower, administered that sacrament to me for the very first time. And, and so as a priest, able to talk with him and remind him often that he gave me my first Holy Communion. And so those priests that are important are also maybe pastors, that this parish or Brussels or Lincoln has had over the years. And then there are other priests maybe you meet along the way. You go on a retreat. You make a pilgrimage somewhere. And maybe it's not a pilgrimage with your parish, but one you just sign up for. And you meet a random priest who's leading that pilgrimage. And maybe that priest had an impact on your life. I can think of three priests in particular in my youthfulness that had an impact on me, and none of them were my parish priest or my pastor. When I was a young uh, uh, boy growing up, I would ride my bicycle to daily mass during the summer after my grandmother could no longer drive. She had taken me from grade three or four to daily mass, and So when she stopped driving, maybe in sixth or seventh grade, I rode my bike the two or three miles. And and so the pastor often would celebrate that daily mass, but he would go away on vacation or retreat, and a retired priest would come in. And I remember one of those retired priests was Father Paul Shoemaker. Father Paul was a bit hunched over, he had some, some issue with his spine. He always carried a briefcase, and in that briefcase that had a very musty smell to it, he would have his homily that he typed out on a typewriter and that he would deliver at Mass. And it was simply seeing Father Paul in his old age that really stands out to me in my memory, that he came faithfully and he celebrated the Mass and offered the sacraments to the people, even as a senior priest. There was another priest in the area named Father Harry Bernstein, known because he would make candy, because he comes from the Bernstein family line of candy makers. And I would often visit with him at his parish in 
Ocanto Falls or in Stiles and in my college years would ask him to hear my confession every now and again during summer months or whenever I was back in town. But he was always ready and willing to do that, to perform that that rite and act of the priesthood, to hear confessions. And then thirdly, another priest simply that stands out was a priest named Father Tony Dolsky. Father Tony would fill in in Ocanto. Uh, They had two Saturday night masses, one in the falls and one in Ocanto. They ran at the same time. They depended, relied on a retired priest to do one of those masses. And so Father Tony would come to the restaurant that I was a pizza maker at, and being a person interested in religion and thinking about the priesthood myself, I would often go and talk with him at the table. And over the years then, as I was in the seminary, uh, was able to get to know him even more and also attended his funeral Uh, I was not yet a priest at the time, but was able to attend it and to pray for him. So these three priests are ones that stand out. My own priestly life and ministry over the years, I've gotten to know many priests, even outside of the Diocese of Green Bay, many who've made a, a deep impression on me, many who have challenged me to be a better priest and to be a holier priest. And so... I think really tonight, as we celebrate this Eucharist, which is a gift from God given to us through the ordained priesthood, that we can give thanks to God for all of the priests who have been important in your life, living or deceased. And so we thank the Lord for their many years of service, for how they prayed with us, for how they came and anointed maybe someone in our family that was dying, that they were there after they passed. And so not only do we pray in thanksgiving for their ministry and their priesthood, but we pray tonight also that the Lord will bless the church with more vocations so that this ordained ministry and service to God's people might continue in this age of the church. The role of the priest is to be that of a servant. And Christ gave that example on the night of the Last Supper as he bent down and washed the feet of his disciples. And so in that humble act of imitation of Christ, I now invite forward those who are ready to have their feet washed or to have their foot washed and uh, to come forward and to uh, receive that act of gesture in imitation of Christ, the high priest.